No statements made during the Growing Your Wealth radio show shall constitute tax, legal, or accounting advice. You should consult your own legal or tax professional on your individual information. Brian Evans of Madrona Financial Services is licensed to offer investment advisory services through Madrona Financial Services, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Insurance products are offered through Madrona Insurance Services, LLC, a licensed insurance agency and an affiliate of Madrona Financial Services. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investors cannot invest directly into indexes. No investment strategy, including asset allocation or diversification, guarantees a profit or guarantees the avoidance of loss. Financial planning is an important tool that does not guarantee specific outcomes. When it comes to investing, retirement, and legacy planning, the decisions you make today can greatly impact the quality of life for both you and your loved ones tomorrow. What you need is straight, unbiased information on the most important issues you'll face when planning for your financial future. Good news. You found the Growing Your Wealth radio show with Brian Evans. Brian is the founder of Madrona Financial Services, and with his background as a CPA, he brings a unique perspective to the investment and financial planning world. He follows the philosophy rooted in his tax experience of, it's not what you make, but what you keep. And this focus on tax-smart investment strategies is all part of the fully integrated planning strategy known as the Madrona Bundle of Services. You'll hear Brian's thoughts on everything impacting your portfolio, from income to taxes, and from growth opportunities to long-term security. This is your source of comprehensive financial information. You'll soon understand why they call it the Madrona Difference. So get ready for an hour full of the most comprehensive financial information on the radio. And welcome to Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans. Thank you so much and welcome to Growing Your Wealth, the radio show that gives you straight talk and honest answers about how to invest better, live better, retire better, and give better. Thank you so much for joining us today. We have some valuable information for you that could change your financial life for the better. My name is Jeff Shade, and as always, I'm just here to ask the questions for you, but the words of wisdom and the solid advice come from the expert, Brian Evans, CEO of Madrona Financial Services and Bauer Evans CPAs. How you doing today, Brian? I'm doing swell, Jeff. I'm glad to hear that. I hope our listeners are doing swell, too. Well, Brian, all of this social distancing stuff, I mean, we've been in our houses now for over a month or so, and we're finding a way to get through all of this. How are you doing there at your house? Obviously, people are, you know, knowing that you're not here in the studio, but how are things going with you these days? Well, from a business aspect, they're just fine. I mean, we've got all this uh, equipment set up before all of this <laughs> happened, coincidentally, and so I've got all kinds of, you know, my biggest problem in my office is so many wires. <laughs> I have to figure out how to do this without all the wires. But, you know, definitely one of the fortunate ones having a job that I can do remotely. Been having tons of client meetings, recording uh, video emails, keeping my clients up to date on what's going on and what we're doing, uh, doing webinar recordings, the radio show, face-to-face -face meetings on Zoom, Microsoft Teams, just, you know, doing actually more outreach than I had before because people are finding it a lot more convenient now to get a hold of me than having to uh, schedule something in advance, find an open slot, uh, drive all the way down to my offices and meet me in person uh, each time they want to ask me some questions. So actually from a business standpoint, it's been quite good and, and my yard's looking better than it, uh, <laughs> than it had because I got more time to spend yeah. doing stuff like that because I'm not driving around and traveling and doing all those kinds of things. Yeah, people's garages, their basements, their yards, I mean, you name it, <laughs> things are looking better than they ever have been before. And that is the positive of this coronavirus thing is that we're spending a little more time at home doing some of the things that we've been neglecting. But I think given the choice between the two, I'd rather be busy doing some work than some yard work. 
How have your clients been receiving all this new technology and the ability to communicate with you without actually driving in, shaking your hands, and looking you in the whites of your eyes? Yeah, I think that it's been really positive because it has uh, kind of forced me to spend more time, like I said, sending the video emails. I've never done so many. And it's occurred to me that this is a much better way to do it rather than wait for someone to have questions, calls, set of appointments come in. And so it's just really changed how I'm communicating with everybody. And, and as I said, I, it's been very well received, that uh, this, this change. And I think a lot of us that uh, were not expecting to use video you know, meetings and that kind of thing are forced, you know, forced our hand. And that's not a bad thing. So um, I'd, I'd say very positive. Yeah, this way of communicating, I think, is going to change the way we do business forever. And uh, it's going to have an effect not only on the individual insofar as traveling, you know, putting gas in the car and spending the time out there on the roadway, but it's also going to have an effect on the employers and employees. And so far as so many people are working from home these days, those people who that are lucky enough to have jobs and they're able to do that. So having a big office with lots of cubicles in there is not going to be something that a lot of people are going to think that they need to do. So it's going to change in quite a few ways here the economy. Now, Brian, past recoveries have looked like V's, W's, they've looked like U's, L's, even check marks once in a while. And obviously, we'd like to see certain shapes rather than others for an economy, but only, of course, time is going to tell. Any indication on what we might see, or is it still too early to tell? Yeah, it's definitely too early to tell because we really don't know what's going to come out of this. But, you know, it, you got to look at your own situation, though, because someone could say, yeah, we've got a, you know, a checkmark shape recovery. Well, that's which part of the, the world are you counting on? You know, which part are you measuring here? If it's just the, the shape of the Dow or the S&P 500, okay, that's great. Well, uh, but if you've lost your job, it's it, you don't really care as much about that as you do the fact that you lost your job. Or if your profession is just, it either needs to change or, or you know, adapt or something, that's really more important than whether, you know, what, what shape a, a stock market recovery looks like. So certainly I'm an investment advisor and it's important that, you know, we, we do track that. And uh, in the end, we, we just have to know that we think that the stuff we're investing in here in the future than it is today. And if you believe that, then you're an investor. You should be invested. If you don't, then don't invest. Put it in cash and, and, and save it. But I think most people would agree that we think it's going to recover to some degree. But uh, I think there'll be a lot of companies that are certainly going to struggle. Others are going to see this as an opportunity to adjust course. And so it just remains to be seen what the leadership of different companies is going to do. Brian, since this whole thing began, of course, a lot of people lost their jobs. All the jobs that we gained since the recession of 2008-2009, the recovery of that, have been given back. So given that fact, do you think that the recovery this time is going to take longer than it did 2008-2009? Or again, is it just too early to tell? Well, it is too early to tell. However, I suspect it'll be faster. Because the jobs that were created, uh, a lot of them were in the kind of the new world, the new technology kind of uh, jobs that were created. Those really didn't go away. So the ones that we lost temporarily here were more of the service jobs, of course. 
You think of anything, travel, restaurant, uh, sports, anything associated with that, of course, they're gone right now. But those things will come back much quicker than the creation of a technological advancement that we had since uh, 2008. So I, I would hope that the underpinnings of the growth of jobs, the, the, there were more quality jobs. Uh, if you think back to, I remember a presidential race where one of them was saying, I don't, I don't care if we make computer chips or potato chips, I just want jobs. And I think it was Ross Perot that said, well, I care. I want computer chip jobs, not potato chip jobs, you know. So it's, it's uh, you know, the, the quality of the, the jobs created, I think, are, are you know, again, are, are the underpinning of the new economy that we're, we're in. And uh, they didn't take as much of a hit. So that's one positive aspect of this market crash, like the one that we've just seen, is that when jobs come back, hopefully those people who had lower-level jobs, service jobs, will really get a wake-up call and they'll educate themselves or put themselves in a situation where they can get a better job. And of course, I think in the technology, there's no better place to look because we're utilizing it now more than ever. Since this market crash began, I mean, we've watched the market lose in nearly a third of its value since mid-February when it was nearing 30000 only to plunge to around 20 20,000 since then. And one of the major concerns is how investors are going to get back to where they can break even. Is it even possible not to lose money in a time of market volatility like this? Well, I've been really fortunate with our clients because, as I've mentioned previously, go back to the tapes, we did get money out of the market, we shorted it, we got the inverse working, uh, going up in value when the market was dropping. I'm projecting many of my clients probably are going to be back to square one when the Dow hits 25,000, so I only needed half the comeback to fully regain where we were down. And so, again, very fortunate in that respect. Uh, it's very difficult to time. I've, I've, I've mentioned that. Uh, over the years, you can't time the market, you can't time the market. Well, then I tried to time the market and I was successful. So <laughs> I guess you can get lucky once and, and we'll, we'll call that more luck than good, I, I think, at this point. But I don't care how it got there. Uh, certainly my clients did well. And, and then, of course, you got the, the non-market investments, your real estate. Did you buy the right kind of real estate, the right type in the right uh, vehicle? You know, the publicly traded real estate got hit pretty hard. The private non-traded and the DST is not as not as bad at all. And so uh, that's, that's one aspect. Certainly fixed index annuities, which we're going to talk about later on the show, provided all the protection that you needed uh, with the zero floor on those. And so they, they all of a sudden are looking pretty good in a portfolio when you have this kind of a drop in the market. Brian, when we talked about this upcoming Roaring Twenties here at the beginning of the year, I mean, we were all optimistic about this. And so far, the Roaring Twenties have not turned out as well as we would like to have them have turned out. In the beginning of the year, there was a certain investment strategy in which, hey, the market was okay. It was always going to be okay. Now it's not okay. Has that really changed your philosophy and your investment strategy insofar as the products that you use? Uh, no, actually, because uh, all along when we've been uh, putting together investment strategies for clients over the years, we recognize the fact that we can't always count on the market. If we could, then I'd just do a Ken Fisher version, just put it all in the market and call it good. You know, I think uh, that's that's not what we've been doing. And so we have been putting people in all these different areas, whether the tax-free strategies and, and integrating that, or again, the annuities for accumulation and for lifetime cash flow, the real estate, the DSTs, or tax benefits of that, and, 
and the private non-traded REITs, you know, all these other areas talking about paying down debt uh, and trying to get debt free in your mortgage by the time you retire. Uh, there's there's a lot of things, whether, you know, even your business, there's a lot of things that you can be investing in outside of the stock market, stocks and bonds. And we've been talking about that forever. And that's that's why we're really positioned well right now. I, I think we're going to have probably our best year ever, potentially, because I think a lot of investors that might be listening to us over the years have said, you know, my investment people just didn't do all these things that you're talking about. And I'm not in as good a position as I should be or want to be. Maybe I got to give uh, Madrona a call. That's right. And for uh, people listening to us today who are thinking, well, my advisor has not done maybe what I wanted him to do, or maybe I can't even get in touch with my advisor, it may be the time to switch to Madrona Financial Services. The number to call, 844-MADRONA. That's 844-M-A-D-R-O-N-A. Right now, we're offering a complimentary, no cost, no obligation plan for you. A first plan, a second look at the plan that you've got, maybe even a third opinion. Feel free to call 844-MADRONA, and you can vet the firm online at madronafinancial.com. You're listening to Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans, and we're going to take a very short break. We'll be right back with more after this. Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans will be right back with even more ways to help you stay focused on your retirement goals. Has your financial advisor called you lately? If you're retired or about to, you need to know how your money is being managed now more than ever. Madrona Financial Services is dedicated to retirement planning and is now offering virtual or phone reviews to help answer the most critical questions about your money. Call them now at 844-MADRONA to schedule your meeting. The meetings are convenient, safe, and designed to provide maximum retirement income. If you haven't heard from your advisor lately and are unsure about your real exposure to risk or exactly how your savings are invested, call Madrona Financial Services at 844-MADRONA right now for your virtual or phone meeting. Every minute your advisor doesn't call you could cost you. Get the facts about your money and call the retirement team at Madrona Financial Services now at 844-MADRONA or visit them online at madronafinancial.com. Again, that's 844-MADRONA or online at madronafinancial.com. Are you putting all of your retirement money into an IRA, pension, or 401k? You could lose 20, 30, 40% or more of your retirement savings because it's not a question of if the market crashes again, it's a question of when it's going to happen. Did you know there is a way to grow and protect your wealth safely and predictably every single year? There's no need to put all of your savings at risk. Call Madrona Financial Services today at 844-MADRONA. If you're within five years of retirement, the professionals at Madrona are offering a no-cost 401k review and retirement assessment. Protect your savings, especially when you're so close to retirement. The number to call is 844-MADRONA or visit madronafinancial.com. The investment team at Madrona will tell you if your retirement is properly structured. Call Madrona Financial Services today at 844-MADRONA. That's 844-MADRONA. Or visit them online at madronafinancial.com for your free 401k and retirement review. Tired of getting only half the story? We've got you covered with the most comprehensive financial information on the radio. You're listening to Growing Your Wealth with your host, Brian Evans. Now, here's Brian. Welcome back to the show. I'm Brian Evans, CEO of Madrona Financial Services and Bauer Evans CPAs. In this segment, we're going to be talking about small business owners, how they're going to react to the coronavirus, plans for selling their business, DSTs, and so forth. 
That's right, Brian. I have uh, had the chance to drive up and down some of the uh, streets and some of the major thoroughfares in our area when I'm out doing essential errands or runs and that sort of thing. And I've looked to my left, I've looked to my right, and I've seen so many businesses closed. I would say 90% of them are closed. You know, how can you tell whether or not they're going to be able to come back or not? So I'm sure that a lot of the owners of those businesses who own the building and own the land that they're on are thinking, you know, maybe this is the time to sell. When you've got a little business like that, let's say that it's Joe's Corner Store and, you know, he really makes only so much from the corner store, but he owns the land and the business. Is this a good time, do you think, to maybe think? Think about getting out of that business because it may not come back and maybe go ahead and just sell the property that it's on. Well, there's there's a lot to that question. One of the things is that uh, many of the small businesses are owned and operated by baby boomers. So they might range in age from 57 to 70 years old, right in there. So they're kind of hitting that ret- normal retirement age anyway. So I think a lot of businesses, uh, business owners, let's say you're 65 years old and, and now this happened and you had to close up and you're thinking to yourself, well, maybe I don't want to reinvent myself. Maybe I don't want to start back up and retrain all my staff because a lot of them had to go find other jobs or whatever it is. And maybe my sales aren't going to be quite what they were and I wasn't making that much anyway. And so I think a lot of people are going to look at that situation situation go, uh, I'm just not going to redo it this time. I'm, I think there's just going to be tons and tons of businesses that don't open just because it's not worth the effort uh, based on the timeline that they have for themselves. So if someone's thinking about selling their uh, business, I mean, how do you tell if you've got a business that can actually be sold? Yeah, unfortunately, a lot of people that have businesses think that they're, they've got you know value that, that probably isn't there. There's a lot of businesses out there where maybe the operator, when they are gone, there's no one else that's able to do it like them. Or they have a business that isn't really turnkey. They're, they're, you know, they, it's not something they can walk away from. They, it has to be them. They might not have a business that's quite profitable enough to sell because you have to have goodwill, meaning you're, you're actually making a lot more money than it would take to replace you as, you know, if, if you were hiring it out. So let's say that you had a, a company that was making $80,000 to the bottom line and it took a particular skill set to do it. Well, if you take out the owner and you got to hire somebody for a hundred grand to replace him, well, there's no business there. You, you have a job, essentially. It's not a business that you can sell. And even if you did have some goodwill, it's hard to find buyers that have deep enough pockets to pay you for your business. So you might say, oh, my business is worth half a million dollars. Well, maybe whatever your business is, you know, maybe you think it is, but how are you going to find someone with half a million dollars or the ability to get a half million dollar loan to take that over? You know, there might be somebody younger that wants it, but how are they going to pay for it? So there's a lot that goes into staging a business for sale. I think this is a good way to figure if your business can be sold is if you walked away from it, can that business operate without you? And if you're Joe making the pizzas in Joe's Pizza Store and you're the one that opens it up every day, closes it and makes the pizzas and you do it your own way, that's not a business that can be sold. But if you've got something such as, oh, I don't know, maybe a plumbing firm or something where there are a lot of plumbers working for you, then that is a business you probably could walk away from. So if someone is looking to sell their business and, you know, they want to realize the most that they can get out of it and maybe mitigate some of the taxes on that if it's a highly appreciated business, what are some of the strategies that they may want to employ to do that? Well, very often the business's best asset is the real estate that they're in, as you mentioned earlier in this segment. 
And that is where most of the value is. And it may be that you have a particular business that's just going to go away once somebody buys that structure and you put an apartment building on it or something else. And so, the again, the value is in the real estate, not so much the business itself. So with the real estate, we all know that we can do a Delaware statutory trust. We can, And, and when you sell the business, you sell it in different pieces. You sell the equipment. You sell the goodwill. You sell the real estate. You have options as to how you differentiate the value of some of these things because often somebody's buying all of them. And the more that goes towards the real estate, you know, the more that you can assign to a 1031 exchange using a Delaware statutory trust and defer and potentially eliminate the uh, income tax from the gains of the real estate. So if most of the sales price is allocated to that, you're in pretty good shape. You got some real good opportunity there. Now, you could have some uh, goodwill if you if you truly had a business that was very profitable. And if you absolutely didn't want to pay the tax on that just yet, you could do an opportunity zone. We could look into that for you. Uh, haven't seen where they really do a whole lot for people. Most people, frankly, want their money. They don't want to just put it in some other investment and defer it, defer it, defer it. They kind of need some money. So it's. It, I haven't even done an opportunity zone investment. I know all about them. I can talk all day about them, but mm-hmm. I, I don't think that they really have the impact that that the Congress thought when they passed that. So, Brian, if I'm correct about this, when you're selling a business and you're wanting to put that money into a Delaware statutory trust, the part that you can put into the DST is going to be the real estate, but you can't take, for example, the equipment, the building, if you've got an auto parts store, you can't take that part and roll it into a DST. It's just the real estate, right? Yeah, the equipment has to be separated and you can't do a DST with that. Uh, 1031 exchange is just real estate for real estate. And so if it includes some equipment, a repair shop might have lifts and so forth. And so those are going to be different. Uh, The equipment itself is going to be different. And it's a different write-off for the buyer, too. It's a faster write-off if they're buying equipment. So they kind of want to buy it. As a seller, you kind of want it to be real estate or at least goodwill so you can get capital gains treatment or DST treatment uh, with the real estate. And so there's competing factions. There's sales tax issues uh, from the buyer perspective. They're going to be paying sales tax if they allocate to equipment. So they may say, well, I'll give up the write-off if I don't have to pay as much sales tax. So let's write this to its fair market value of, of what used equipment is, which maybe isn't very much. And so, you know, there, again, there's lots of different aspects to buying selling a business from both sides of the plate. But certainly, I think the biggest thing that I'm seeing is that the biggest dollar amount is generally attributable to the real estate. And the real estate can be used in a 1031 exchange and have the taxes avoided. Let's say that a business owner is 60 years of age. They sell their business and they sell off the equipment. They pay tax on that. But now they've got this real estate that they've sold and they want this money to go to work for them. How does a Delaware statutory trust, how does that work insofar as creating income for them, ongoing income? Yeah, it's still probably one of the best ways that I've seen that uh, cash flow can be achieved. Because if we look at, uh, you know, you can say, well, I'm going to buy... Uh, bonds, I'm going to buy treasuries, and well, you're going to get, what, less than 1% for 10 years. That is not going to pay the bills. Um, Then you go, well, I'll buy dividend-paying stocks. Well, a lot of dividend-paying stocks just went through a really tough time, and uh, a lot of them don't pay a whole lot. And so, and you have a very volatile underpinning the value of the stock market if something like coronavirus occurs, one of those black swan events. But we've had three black swan events. We've had the the dot-com 9-11 crash. We've had, I guess that's two of them really at once. 
We had uh, 2008, uh, the banking fiasco. We've got coronavirus. So these things happen, and so it's hard to rely on that. Uh, cash flow from annuities, certain ones are difficult. Certain ones are, are, are good, so we're going to talk about that later. But rents in the right types of properties through the DSTs generally are much higher than virtually anything else out there that provides cash flow. So that can be a very important component of somebody's retirement strategy. So Brian, let's say that I've sold my business. I've sold off those pieces. I've gotten a little bit of cash from that and I sell off my real estate and I'm intending to do a Delaware statutory trust with that. I mean, I'm in need of income at this point. How quickly with a Delaware statutory trust can I begin to receive checks? Yeah, if, if you got the money uh, with the qualified intermediary from your sale that uh, you hired prior to the sale closing, that say your, your real estate sold for a million dollars and uh, it was April 1st and you have 45 days to reinvest that money in a 1031 exchange. So it went to the qualified intermediary in the first week in April. Uh, within two weeks, you're going to be, you could be in your Delaware Statutory Trust investments and you could have different ones, several of them. You could have some money maybe in uh, certain kinds of, of leases that uh, are corporate guaranteed. You can have apartment buildings, self-storage, different kinds of real estate. And so you spread that real estate out and you start getting your rent checks. That first check will come at the end of the month, uh, beginning of the next month. It'll be for the number of days that you were uh, officially invested and then the following month you'll get a full monthly rent check from the DST so it happens right away it's a daily rent calculation and so it, it starts really right away so you don't have to have a whole lot of disruption there so Brian if I'm understanding you correctly it takes about 30 days or so before you begin to get your first payment so let's say that I have sold the real estate out from under my auto parts store if I've owned one of those I've used a qualified intermediary and I have put my money into a Delaware statutory trust which in turn has invested in things like apartment buildings or long-term leases you know drugstore strip mall type of things uh, businesses that would flourish during a down economy you had mentioned qualified intermediary I mean it's just not as simple as selling your piece of property and then calling you later and saying, hey, I sold my property, put me into a DST. No, you got to plan ahead. Otherwise, you blow the DST, you blow the 1031 exchange. And DSTs, you got to be accredited investors to do one. A million dollar net worth outside of your principal residence is one of the qualifications. It has to make sense. Uh, if you need the money right away, these things aren't liquid, so don't do it. If you have other opportunities, you may want to do something else. If you want to be a, continue to be a landlord, you may not want a DST. There's lots of reasons not to do a DST. There's a lot of reasons to do a DST. And most people I talk to, we, we get through it. I'd say 90% of them say, yeah, well, this makes a lot of sense. But 10% of them, no, it doesn't really work for me. And that's fine, too. You can't go out and buy your own DST. You can't. Uh, you have to go through an investment advisor. And so there has to be a lot of discussion. And if you do it in the wrong order, if you if you sell your property, you put the money in your bank and you give me a call and you want to hire a qualified intermediary, it's too late. So you got to get, you know, there are very strict rules related to what you can and can't do. So definitely call us before uh, you, you make uh, any of these decisions about what to do or not to do. Call us before so we can work with you to figure out if it makes sense and get it done in the right order. 
That's right, Brian. If you do it in the wrong order, you could blow the deal completely. And if you have even an inkling that you would like to find out more about a Delaware Statutory Trust, the first thing I would invite you to do is to log on to madrona1031.com. That's madrona1031, madrona1031.com. Read about DSTs there. Or you can also call 844-MADRONA and talk to somebody here who is well-versed in Delaware Statutory Trust. You're listening to Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans. We're going to take a quick break, Brian. When we come back, we want to talk about some safe money investments, in particular annuities. All that and more when our show continues right after this. Stay tuned for more Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans, the show you can't afford to miss. If you're concerned about your exposure to market volatility, call Madrona Financial Services today at 844-MADRONA to schedule your complimentary review. We'll perform a risk analysis of your current portfolio and then discuss the ways we can help you achieve your retirement goals without taking unnecessary chances with your nest egg. At a time when the world feels like it's filled with fear and panic, we remain calm. When others are making rash decisions based on emotions, we remain vigilant and committed to sound strategy. At Madrona Financial Services, we are dedicated to helping our clients achieve their retirement goals through any type of challenge. We were here to help our clients through the Great Recession, and we're here now to help you get through this dark time as well. That's why we created our Keep Calm and Retire On webinar. It's available now. Register today at madronafinancial.com. Nothing lasts forever, and we will recover from this too. So it's important not to panic. So if you are not confident in your current plan, have concerns about your exposure to market volatility, or are worried about your retirement income, this webinar is for you. Register today for our complimentary webinar, Keep Calm and Retire On. Available now at madronafinancial.com. Register today at madronafinancial.com. That's M-A-D-R-O-N-A financial.com. You can't build a house with just one tool, and you can't plan for retirement without an integrated, comprehensive strategy. If you want to get more information on the Madrona bundle of services, call Madrona Financial Services at 844-MADRONA or go to madronafinancial.com. Now, back to more of Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans. Welcome back to the show. I'm Brian Evans, CEO of Madrona Financial Services and Bauer Evans CPAs. And in this segment, we're going to be talking about cash flow annuities. Yeah, Brian, annuities is something that a lot of people have been thinking about a lot these days. Of course, there's a guy on the radio that talks about he uh, hates annuities, and you should too. I'm wondering if he has changed his tone just a little bit these days, or, you know, if he's had a lot of blowback from his uh, people who have followed his advice. But first off, I want to talk about investors' expectations before we get into annuities. I mean, I know that you do a little questionnaire when new clients come on board, and some people would put down, you know, when they you ask them, how much are you expecting to? Uh, get here, and some people are putting down 15 and 20 percent. I mean, those are some lofty expectations. Have people's expectations changed in the last month or so? Yeah, I think they have. I, well, it's hard to say. I mean, I, I don't know what people are thinking. I, I imagine still a lot of people still thinking, well, I, I, I want to get these returns. I've been getting them, so I should continue to. And they, oh, they're just thinking about what their returns were when the market was at its all-time high. But we have all these setbacks. And so we've had, as I mentioned in the last segment, setbacks in 2000, 2001, 2002, setbacks in 2008 and early part of 2009 that were dramatic, uh, life-changing kind of setbacks. We've got the, the most recent one. And so they occur. So it's it's very difficult to see a situation where a passive investor can expect to get really high returns going forward, especially given bond yields. There's They're, they're so low. It's not going to take a whole lot to get people to invest in just getting a you know one percent or a couple percentage points 
because they know that it's just hard to get out there. And so, yeah, I, I, I got to figure people's expectations are, are changing, although, you know, I'm, I'm not positive about that. Yeah, because of this bull market, I mean, people were getting these unrealistic expectations insofar as their returns go. I mean, when they were getting these 10, 15, 20% returns on this, they got used to that and thought, well, it's always going to continue. But obviously, it has not continued. Why is getting increasing lifetime cash flow today, why does that make more sense than it ever has before? Yeah, there's a couple reasons. Um, as I mentioned in the last segment, too, the baby boomers are in their late 50s to early 70s. And so they're in that point of life where they're going, you know, I'm not going to be working anymore. And especially if they're going to have to close down their business that they were doing, their, their job went away. They're probably not going to reinvent themselves if they're already 65 years old. And so they might be thinking, well, I, I got to you know replace some cash flow here quicker, sooner than I thought. And cash flow is king in retirement. I mean, that's that's what you want the most. I mean, you can have tax-free investment strategies. That's great. You can have growth of investments. That's that's nice and liquidity and security. But cash flow, you know, the money you're going to spend in your later years is is key. And so a lot of people have done a pretty good job uh, that I talked to have done a pretty good job of accumulating assets over their lifetime. But they don't really have a whole lot of security built into their profile, and they certainly don't know where the cash is going to come from. Now, a lot of them thought they were just going to take it out of their investment accounts. And I'm like, well, I'm, I'm going to take out 4 5 6% a year out of my investment accounts, and I'm going to be just fine. Well, then the market drops on them. And now they're going, hmm, that my, my plan didn't work, especially if I want increasing cash flow over time, where it's 4% of the balance today, but it's 5 6 7 8 10 down the road. I'm going to use this stuff up and run out of money potentially if if another one of these happen like this. And so they didn't they don't have that security uh you know to know that it's going to be there and they were basing their projections on loftier numbers than they might be basing on them now. Brian, the returns in some of these investments when people were in the market were quite significant. And I mean, they were more than a lot of people really needed to live on. They were expecting to pass this profit on to their heirs. Do you think people these days are thinking about, well, you know, forget my heirs. I got to protect myself. Well, that's just it. I mean, when I'm putting together a, an investment plan for someone, I, I do want to take into account that we need some growth. We need some security, some cash flow, liquidity, and tax advantages. And there's no investment that does all five of those things. And so we have to know that. So there might be a percentage uh, approach done. So let's say that somebody says, I'm going to carve out X amount that I know is going to my heirs. I'm not going to touch it. So I have a particular investment I like that. It's actually an annuity that has uh, additional death benefits. So if you you want some information on that, we can run an illustration for you based upon your age and goals and expectations and so forth. But there are some really good options available there. And so you might say, all right, I want to carve out 10% of my investment pie. So let's say your investment pie is a million dollars. And you say, okay, I want 10% for for sure for legacy. All right, that's 100 grand. And you say, all right, now I want X amount in real estate. I want X amount in the stock market. But I want a certain amount of cash flow in retirement. And I understand inflation could rear its head down the road. Because maybe my retirement is, you know, I got to provide for 20, 25, 30, 35 years, whatever the, the number is. And so you're concerned about that. So you're saying, I would like to know that money's coming in every month for the rest of my life and my spouse's life. But I also want one of those annuities that has an increasing payout over time rather than a stagnant one. Because the numbers look pretty good right now, but what about in 10 or 20 years if we've had inflation? 
then they may not look as good. So uh, I think that can be a really important component. So a lot of people are looking at their situation going, I've done a really good job, I've got assets, but I haven't really taken care of myself. I haven't figured out how I'm going to get paid in my 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s. Yeah, it's really important to figure out how you're going to get paid because you need the money now and uh, the heirs can, to a certain extent, sort of figure it out from themselves. But it is nice to give them a little bit of a head start. Now, when we talk about annuities, Brian, we've heard of fixed annuities, fixed index annuities and variable annuities. I mean, when this market does go back up, if it, if we get into an annuity and the market goes back up, is there an annuity that will allow us to maybe have a piece or a part of that market when it does rise? Yeah, and I want to talk about income annuities and do kind of a deep dive here because there's a lot of people in the Seattle area and beyond that will sell you an annuity, but maybe they shouldn't be. Maybe they're putting you in the wrong ones. Maybe they haven't done a proper analysis of your situation and product don't have uh, particularly the product knowledge I think they should have. Um, I certainly spent a lot of time studying this stuff. And so I'm going to break it into three different categories on the income annuities. Uh, the first one is, is more the immediate annuity or the one that hey, I'm going to get put some money in there and I'll wait a year and then I want to start getting cash flow from this thing. I can tell you right now that they aren't going to pay very well because they they really rely on, on bond yields to support the payouts, these insurance companies, to support the payouts to you. Bond yields are so low right now that basically... Uh, when you sign up for one of these annuities and you start taking your cash flow out pretty soon, that insurance company hasn't had much time to make any money and they're buying investments when yields are so low. So they're really going to promise you a cash flow, but it's not going to be much more than your own money coming back to you. So if you give them $100,000, they might give you, you know, uh, the, uh, your, your 100000 back over the next 25 years. And you go, well, that's fine. I'm 65, so everything after age 90 is my profit? And I'm like, yeah, huh, that ain't so great. And no, it's not. And so, you know, I don't, I don't know those numbers. I'm just throwing something off the top of my head. But uh, if you're in a situation like that, they maybe aren't as attractive as you, as you were hoping they would be. But they're still being sold by a lot of insurance people. But I'm challenging whether it makes sense in a lot of situations. Now, uh, category two on this would be, I'll, I'll flip to the end, the other side of that, there are annuities that make you wait 10 years for your cash flow. But you know, that can be a good thing for you because if you have 10 years to wait, uh, let's say you're, you're 52 years old and you want to retire when you're 63, well, these, these might be just what you're looking for because that insurance company now has enough time to invest it where they can make better promises for you. And particularly if you can get one that has increasing cash flow that after 10 years, there, there are some of them out there and I'd be happy to run an illustration for you if you want to look at that. But if you have time on your side, those things can be a real nice fit. It's essentially buying pension-like attributes uh, within your annuity with inflation protection. And if you die prematurely, a lot of people don't realize this, you, the insurance company does not keep your money on the fixed index annuities. The money goes to your heirs that you haven't taken out. So you don't lose your money to the insurance company. Now, the third category squeezed in between there is the, the new one I'm talking about. I've been doing some research on annuities and there's new ones out that allow you for increasing lifetime cash flow and you don't have to wait the full 10 years. You can wait four years, five years, six years. So a lot of people are looking at their situation going, well, I can get by for a few years or I'm going to work for a few years more. 
But when I quit, I want to be able to start getting that lifetime increasing cash flow that's safe from the market risk, safe from longevity risk, that can go to my spouse. If I pass away, they would get the, the cash flow and all these benefits. But I want to start it earlier than that 10-year time period. Now we're able to help these folks out. Ron, I'm liking what you're saying about annuities there. And if I'm a person who has had a significant amount of money in the market, I've lost a significant amount of money. And, you know, I'm checking this every day. I'm seeing the news. This is stressing me out. I'm just being made crazy by this. If I called you and said, Brian, I've just had, I don't care. I Just get me out of the market completely. I want no market volatility in my life whatsoever. Invested all in annuities. What would be your response to that? I would say don't do it. <laughs> so because annuities are not no investment uh, strategy is perfect in by itself. So what annuities don't do, and yeah, this one sounded great. You mean I can get increasing lifetime cash flow, no market risk, uh, money goes to my heirs if I pass away prematurely, it can't run out, uh, no more longevity risk. I can you know like my rate of return gets higher and higher the longer I live. That sounds pretty good. Second to die, it keeps paying for both of us. Da da da. On and on and on. Lots of great things. But they aren't very liquid. They're, a lot of them are 10% liquid per year, uh, which may be enough for most people, but I wouldn't put all my eggs in one basket ever. And so uh, they also may not have as high a potential growth over the long haul. A lot of people say, well, I think I'll just put it in the market because I think it will grow more. And you're probably right. However, probably, <laughs> you know, we don't know. And the annuities offer the safety that a lot of people would really wish they had right now. And uh, they haven't done it. Again, they've been kind of riding the market. It dropped on them. And now they're going, you know what? I can't do this anymore. Like you said, they, they want that safety component. But that's why when we put together a plan, even the more conservative people I talk to might want some money in real estate. They might want some money in the market due to the cash flow of the real estate the, and the growth and the growth and liquidity of the market. But they don't want 80% of the market or 100% in the market like Fisher might put you into. They might want 25% or 35 or 45 or 50% in the market, whatever the case may be. But then we can have a significant amount in the safety of the annuities and particularly, again, the, the ones that can have the increasing lifetime cash flow. Boy, that's something you're not going to regret that you did when you're older and you're getting these checks every month. They keep going up uh, over time. So it's really hard to not react emotionally when you see the stock market drop like that and you've lost all of this money. But instead of reacting emotionally and pulling the trigger and putting it all in one basket, I think the best thing to do would be to get a plan and get some advice. And right now, you can get that advice absolutely complimentary. There is no cost, no obligation. Before you do anything rash, call Madrona Financial Services, 844-MADRONA, and get a complimentary consultation. Again, it's 844-MADRONA. You can find out more about the firm online at Madrona financial.com. You're listening to Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans. We'll take a quick break and be right back with more right after this. Discussing the financial issues that matter most to you. We'll be right back with more Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans. Time for today's edition of Growing Your Wealth presented by Madrona Financial. Here's Brian Evans. With the uh, new fiscal stimulus package that's come out due to the coronavirus, 
It makes me think about some of the issues people have been dealing with. A lot of folks that we know, probably not people listening to this right now, but a lot of people don't file tax returns or haven't filed for a while. And they're running into some difficulties. So I wanted to address that. Uh, in case you're listening and you might know somebody, maybe it's your kid or a friend or somebody you know that maybe isn't filing, uh, this might be able to help them out. Because one of the things about the stimulus package is that if the IRS doesn't know you're around, you may not get your money. If they don't know where you live, they may not send it to you the right place. If they don't have your, an updated bank account, it may not get to the right place. So if you want your stimulus checks, I think it's good to Google it, go online and make sure that you've updated that if you haven't been filing your return or haven't got it in yet. Certainly if your income was higher in 2018 and lower in 19, then you might be able to qualify in 2019 with that tax return where you may not with the 2018 return. If you are older and senior citizen, and you haven't been filing returns, you might want to consider filing just to make sure you might qualify for a property tax reduction in your county. So that's something to look at too. And a lot of people that file don't know that you can get something called the earned income credit. And maybe they're even doing their own tax return, but they don't see the place where they can get that credit. So if you haven't filed or know somebody that hasn't, have them look into some of these areas. And that was Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans. Madrona Financial. Investments, retirement, taxes, and legacy. Madrona Financial.com. Get your free copy of Brian's latest book, The Complete Book of Retirement. It covers everything from the basics of retirement planning to passive real estate investing. Arm yourself with information and take control of your retirement. Call Madrona Financial Services today at 844-MADRONA for your free copy or visit madronafinancial.com. Do you ever worry if your CPA and financial advisor are on the same page? You won't have to if you call Madrona Financial Services at 844-MADRONA or visit them at madronafinancial.com. Now, back to Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans. Welcome back to the show. I'm Brian Evans, CEO of Madrona Financial Services and Bauer Evans CPAs. In this segment, we'll be talking about the Boeing employees potentially being offered voluntary layoffs and what are some of the options that you have available to you. And good news for some Boeing employees. I read that 2,500 of them are going back to work in the Everett plant, which is good news. But by the same token, there are a lot of employees being offered voluntary layoffs. And many times through large companies like that, there are financial advisors that are associated with those companies. And, you know, it's a nice young man. He'll take you into the lunchroom and buy a ham sandwich or a turkey sandwich and talk about your investments. Is that a good idea? Because it's just really very simple. It's very easy. The guys right here, the girls right here, Let's just go talk about it. I think it's a terrible idea, honestly. You know, I, the big company I know, Boeing, has let somebody in there, this, this big company, be the the financial advisor that they selected on behalf of their employees and uh, they make it really easy for them. Uh, they can just go in and get a plan and all that stuff. But, uh, and this company's trying to get them to sign up for their services and charge them a fee for that. And, and I've always wondered, well, what are you really getting for those services in the first place? Because I'll tell you what, those financial advisors are not CPAs. They're not able to give tax advice. They're not going to talk about your Roth conversions or run estimates for you as to how much that should be to take advantage of the lowest brackets. They're not uh, generally insurance licensed. They're not going to be putting you in the right fixed index annuities. They can't talk about your real estate DSTs, 1031s. You can't talk about your business if you have one of those. They can't talk about estate planning. They're not licensed to. I am. They're, they can't talk about trusts. Uh, they can't review your will to talk about trust provisions. I could go on and on, Jeff, here. You know, I'm getting on a roll. But uh, as you can see, if you're if you have a financial advisor and they can't do financial advising 
Uh, what can they do? Well, they can put you in a stock and bond mix. Anybody can do that. That's not hard. Okay. So do they have the experience? You know, if, I, if I've been in the business uh, longer than they've been alive, I'm going to say probably not, <laughs> you know? And so there's so much to financial advising that can be done right, but they've, you know, made it really easy on them. They, they can just, again, they're allowed to go in the cafeteria and give their speeches about trying to move your money to them and how they'll take care of you, but they're just going to do the bare minimum, I would call it, you know, a 60-40 stock bond split or something like that. And they'll give you a plan that, by the way, I've looked at these plans and they're they're inaccurate. The ones I've seen, the, they they had too, way too high of projected returns in the market. And uh, boy, those plans that you might have retired based upon one of those plans. And now you're looking at it going, oh gosh, I've got 60, 50% of what they said I was going to have. Uh, I got to think about going back to work because this plan was was put with the wrong uh, assumptions in it and so forth. So there's a lot to this. Um, and, and financial planning is such an important piece of, of how your life is going to turn out that I would highly recommend that if nothing else, get a second opinion uh, from, from us that uh, we can help you. Do not just go with who they assign to you at, at Boeing there. And just because they are suggesting that you use this financial planner, it doesn't mean that you have to use that financial planner at all. It's just very convenient for you, but it may not be the best choice. And it sounds, Brian, like a lot of these people that are being led into these companies are really suitability standard advisors, meaning that they do not have your best interest at heart. And you're a fiduciary. So what's the difference between working with somebody like you who's a fiduciary versus a suitability standard advisor? Yeah, I mean, I'm required by law to act in my client's best interest, and that's that's important. But I've seen too many people that are licensed fiduciaries. I, I have a Kiplinger article on this. When is a fiduciary truly acting like one? And I don't think that anybody that can't give tax advice and can't put you in the right annuities and can't talk real estate and can't do estate planning or trust fund, I don't think you can be a fiduciary, truly, if you can't help them out with all the things they need. It, it just doesn't make sense to me. And there's very, very few advisors out there that can do all the things that I just let, you know, listed off. In fact, probably less than, I, I know it's less than 1% of all advisors across the country can do all those things that, uh, that we're able to do and do every day. And so if you if you want the best service, I mean, we're not even going to charge more in, in these cases. That's the other thing. It's not you get what you pay for. It's not like you pay them one and a half percent a year or whatever it is to, to run your money. And we're going to be three times as much because we're, we're doing three times the service. Generally, what I've seen, we actually charge less than uh, the bigger outfits that give you much less. So it's, it's kind of a no-brainer for me. I, obviously, um, I'm jaded in my opinion, but I, I'm... Very proud of what we've built. I'm very proud of my employees, 25 plus of them. They do a fantastic job, and uh, I think we have so much to offer. That's why I'm in business to do this, and that's why I'm on the radio getting the information out there, trying to help people have a better life in, in the end. That's right, Brian. I mean, I did a Google search of financial planners just the other day, and it's amazing how many I came up with in our local area. But as you said, I mean, the vast majority of them do not at all have the services that you have here at Madrona Financial Services and Bauer Evans CPAs. And that was a good point, too, about how you're not paying three times what you would pay somebody else because you have three times the services. I'm not really sure why most people do not take more care in uh, selecting a financial advisor than they do. I mean, most people take a lot more time picking out a pair of shoes than they are finding out who's going to be the best person to manage their money. 
Well, I will say, though, that uh, thanks to this radio show and, and you, Jeff, being a great co-host, the uh, best in the country, no question about it, in my opinion, uh, that we've had a lot of people have reached out to us and uh, they're signing up for my webinars. I'm, I'm seeing them come through every hour. People are signing up to, to view some of the videos we put out, downloading the books, uh, listening to our, our show. I get great feedback. People call me and say, I been listening to you for years. I want to get that plan done now. And I think that's super. So we, we've had great success uh, getting the word out from our little firm that started out in Everett there to uh, really throughout Western Washington now and beyond, uh, certainly doing DSTs around the country. But uh, it's, it's been really good and really, very rewarding. And, and I, I just want to help more people. And now with the technological advances, uh, we can do more and more. I can always hire some more people to support all this, too, <laughs> if I need to. But uh, we've got a great, uh, great people around. And, and uh, I'm, I'm glad for the people that have called that we've been able to help. Well, you're too kind, Brian, and I appreciate the encouraging words there. I mean, when we first started doing this together, I didn't know that much about financial stuff. I mean, I thought an IRA was the Irish Republican Army and a 401k <laughs> was just a little better than a 301k. So you really took me under your wing and taught me a lot about this, too. And I could tell from the very first meeting that we had together that you were really a person who cares about their clients. You weren't in this for the money. I mean, you, you really had a staff of people who all were on the same page as you are, and they're still on the same page. It is amazing to see some of the people here grow and some of the extra hours that they put in that they wouldn't have to do, but they do it because the company, the firm has a reputation, and it's a reputation that I think many companies would want to have, and that is taking care and putting the client first, and that's really the philosophy here at Madrona Financial Services and Bauer Evans CPAs. Now, Bauer Evans CPAs being under the same roof as Madrona Financial Services, I mean, that is a huge advantage because one of the most important things in financial planning is going to be mitigating taxes, right? Oh, yeah. And and that is such a huge deal. And, and just understanding all the different code sections and so forth, how it all interrelates, it's it's critical. If you don't have an eye on the taxes, that can really, really hurt you later. And so we have tax-free strategies that, you know, I didn't get into today, but another article on that, uh, Kippinger, if you, you know, some of these, you could just Google Kippinger and Brian Evans, you'll see articles on DSTs, a fiduciary article I referred to, the tax-free investment article that I'm now referring to. And so there's a lot of stuff there. And of course, it's all covered in my uh, books, The Complete Book of Retirement and Prosperous Revelations. So, Brian, if people listening to this want to find out more about Madrona Financial Services, once again, it's madronafinancial.com, madronafinancial.com. Brian, do you have any upcoming uh, virtual webinars or seminars that people can look forward to or maybe uh, tune in and watch those? Yeah, and the latest one we just recorded is called uh, Keep Calm and Retire On. So that's something you can pull up. It's about a 30-minute video that I've recorded that uh, talks about a lot of different topics. I'll be coming out with other ones as we go forward. I'm going to do one on the annuity we talked about. Um, and again, if you want to just get an illustration, it's easy. It's free. You just, uh, you just need to know how old you and your spouse are. And then we can illustrate that. So you can take a look at the information on that and uh, the projections on that and how that works. And we can always have a discussion with a phone on that. So there's a lot of ways to get that information, but I will keep coming out with new uh, on-demand webinars people can just pull up and, and listen to whenever they want. 
So keep checking back to madronafinancial.com for those free webinars and free seminars, too. And again, if you have questions of the uh, team here at Madrona Financial Services, all you've got to do is call 844-MADRONA. That's 844-M-A-D-R-O-N-A. And I know, Brian, that you're there in your home, and a lot of those calls are forwarded there, too. I'm here at the studio most days, and I see Laura up there answering the phone as well, too. So if people have questions, there's someone here who probably has the answers for you. Well, Brian, once again, we're out of time for this week. I want to thank everyone for joining us today. The executive producer of Growing Your Wealth, John Capuano. Our director of program operations is the cookie monster, Greg Dennett. Our show is produced by the lovely, talented, and dangerous six-degree black belt, our Swedish princess, Stephanie Schoblem. Mike T. Talavera is our associate producer. Lauren McLaughlin's our content supervisor. Josh Toy is our technical editor. And Superboy Pete Gustin is our announcer. For Brian Evans, I'm Jeff Shade. Have a great Saturday. We'll talk to you again next week with another edition of Growing Your Wealth. Hi, this is Brian Evans, president of Madrona Financial Services. As a CPA and wealth manager, I've had lots of clients who owned highly appreciated real estate. And when it was time to sell that property, they all ran into the same problem, a huge tax bill. Up to now, some of their only options were to either follow the strict requirements of a 1031 exchange for another property or pay the hefty tax on the gain. We have access to another option to help our clients. It's called a DST. With a DST, you can still receive the benefits of property ownership like passive income, but you won't be responsible for all the debt or management. And best of all, a DST may meet the qualifications for your 1031 exchange. Now you can potentially defer the tax hit on your highly appreciated property and still get the benefits of investing in real estate. Call us today at 844-MADRONA to learn more about our DST program or visit us online at madronafinancial.com. DST investments are only available to accredited investors and are offered solely through the issuer's offering documents. The DST sponsor determines whether to accept any individual subscription documents. The news of the day sounds bleak. Schools are canceled. Travel plans have been canceled. Sports are canceled. But good news, your retirement has not been canceled. At Madrona Financial Services, we are focused on the big picture and don't engage in fear-based decision-making. We know this too shall pass, and the future will hold tremendous opportunity. But you need to make sure your nest egg is safe from market volatility today because you don't get a second chance at retirement. If you're unsure about the safety of your retirement income or your exposure to market volatility, you must take action today. Start by registering for our complimentary webinar, Keep Calm and Retire On, available now by registering at madronafinancial.com. We'll explain what's happening in the financial world and discuss strategies you can put in place to help your portfolio weather this storm. Don't make decisions based on fear and misinformation. It's time to be confident in your financial team and retirement strategy. Register for our complimentary webinar, Keep Calm and Retire On, available now at madronafinancial.com. That's M-A-D-R-O-N-A-Financial.com.